Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Keep up with the latest headlines from Austin and beyond on the all-new Talk1370.com. Stay informed with the latest news, weather, contests, and more. It's all just a click away at Talk1370.com. Just one more way to stay connected with Talk 1370. Good afternoon. Welcome to Talk 1370's Ask the Experts, the show that helps you improve your life, your health, your wealth, and your home. I'm your host, Casey Johns. Every Saturday here at 5 on Talk 1370, you can also catch up on past episodes at talk1370.com slash asktheexperts. Joining us in the studio today, Nathan Forts with Arbor Mutual Wealth Management. Nathan, good afternoon. Welcome to Ask the Experts. Thanks for having me. Glad to be here. Tell us a little bit about yourself and about Arbor Mutual Wealth Management. Sure. We're an independent, full-service financial planning firm uh, here in Austin. Uh, I've been in the business uh, going on 13 years. Started in the business really with a, uh, a desire to figure money out. I came from a background of uh, a lot of financial struggles growing up uh, in my household. My uh, father was a uh, very accomplished electric, electrical engineer, inventor, uh, worked on a lot of uh, projects that were government funded and um, as, as you know a lot of times uh, the, the funding can change and uh, uh, my father was out of work quite a bit and we had a lot of financial struggles we lost a couple houses we were on uh, welfare for a while so uh, from a very early age I had a burning desire to, to figure money out I just wanted to understand how it worked so I could be uh, prepared to kind of navigate through a lot of those challenges with my family um, and then, uh, as I, uh, got older, I realized, I think one of our big, our country's biggest oversights is you can get all the way through school, high school, college, and not have one required financial planning course, which I think is, uh, uh an enormous uh, mistake, uh, in my opinion. So I didn't really know how I was going to figure money out until I, uh, met my wife. Her father was a financial planner. So that's when the light bulb went on. I realized, hey, this is this is my ticket. This is how I'm going to figure money out. So uh, that's kind of how I got into the business. Uh, the other thing uh, I think it's important to point out from from my earlier experiences is uh, I, th those those challenges from a, a very early age also burned in me a desire, uh, uh, well, really an aversion to loss. So uh, I think it's important to know that because our our focus at our firm uh, more than anything is to protect our clients' money. Um, I know personally what it feels like to, to have and, and uh, have it taken away. Uh, there are a lot of things that terrify me. Uh, and one thing that terrifies me most probably is the idea of one of my clients losing money they can't afford to lose. So uh, it's kind of a, a long explanation. I think it's important to, to know uh, why we focus on where we do. Uh, it's it, and, and it, to me, it's the thing I'm most passionate about, and I and I uh, uh, I really enjoy doing it. So I, I like to protect our clients' money and also protect our clients from bad information. So that's one of the reasons why uh, I agreed to be here today. Was uh, hopefully I can help somebody 
out there uh, understand some of these topics a little better and be better equipped to make some some smart decisions for themselves. All right. Well, let's get into some of that good information as opposed to bad information. In your extensive experience working with retirees here in Austin, what do you see are the most common areas of concern? Most common, I'd say by far, is is uh, uh, is my money safe enough? Do I have enough money safe? Um, I do a lot of workshops here in the Austin area. Uh, we'll do several a month. Um, and that's probably the most common uh, concern we see is, is how do I protect my money uh, among all the options there are out there, which is the best for me. Um, and then there are others. There aren't many, but there are uh, some retirees and, and some who are close to retirement who uh, uh, seem uh, maybe a little complacent as well. We've seen uh, uh, some pretty pretty attractive returns in the market the last uh, last eight years or so. Um, I think there may be a, a, a small number of folks out there who may have forgotten what 2008 is like. Uh, I was going to say, since 2008, it seems like it's just going up, up, up gone, without stopping. But right. what goes up must come down it's, at some point. It's easy to get complacent, and that, that's a concern. But when you look at the facts, um, you look at the market, uh, where we've come from, where we're heading, um, uh, most retirees... Uh, I'd say the vast majority are looking for safety. And to us, uh, you know, we're not as concerned about how much you make. Really, what's most important is how much you get to keep. Uh, and, and that's kind of our, our mantra. Uh, now, uh, you know, you've, you've probably heard the phrase, uh, I think it was Will Rogers. He's a performer who said this. He said, I'm more concerned with the, re the return of my money than the return on my money. Uh, so I think that's fairly consistent uh, with most, most retirees. There, there are other challenges, of course. Uh, retirement income is a, a, a close cousin, cousin to that, uh, that concern. Uh, there are a lot of concerns about Social Security. Uh, there are some changes that are taking place that have been taking place the last several years that have made a, a pretty good impact on the options uh, retirees have and, and really their confidence in the future of their retirement. Um, uh, a, a big trend across the board with uh, employers is pensions are pretty hard to find. So we, we've seen a trend of uh, basically the, the responsibility and liability for retirement income is, uh, is being transferred to retirees. Um, so how, how you manage that is a, is a common concern. So in, in other words, instead of having a, a guaranteed income or a pension from an employer, you have a bucket of money. That could be in the form of a 401k, 457, 403b, whatever it is. Um, but really what's happened is uh, now you hold the liability of your retirement income, uh, not your employer. So a big mistake we see some retirees make is they'll take that those retirement assets and uh, roll them over or transfer them to an advisor who's, who's not uh, really trained in uh, the retirement phase of life. We call it the, the decumulation phase. So they, they tend to treat that money like they would uh, uh, money that would belong to a 35-year-old. And you just can't invest that way if you're 5, 10 years away from retirement. Uh, so th those are some concerns. Uh, uh, and, of course, everyone wants to know that they're working with an advisor who's qualified and, and equipped to help them uh, protect their money. We're visiting with Nathan Ford here on Ask the Experts, Arbor Mutual Wealth Management. Give Nathan and his team a call at 512-695-7715. Also on the web at arbormutual.com. 
Retirement.com. Uh, a number of retirement seminars and workshops, Simple and Safe Retirement, that's their mantra, an independent full-service financial planning firm, Arbor Mutual Wealth Management. If any of these uh, topics sound interesting to you, if retirement concerns are on your mind, give Nathan and his team a call, 512-695-7715 or arbormutual.com. Nathan, you, you mentioned using an advisor that can be trusted. What do you believe qualifies an advisor to be able to help retirees with their retirement planning? Well, there's a there's a few things there. I'd say first and foremost is integrity. You, you have to you have to feel like you can trust absolutely the person you're you're working with. Uh, not only trust that they're going to be honest, but trust that they're capable. Uh, you know, uh, I believe in uh, uh, integrity inside and outside of the office, uh, and and I think that has to be important to anyone who's giving you uh, financial advice, uh, in my opinion. The other thing is uh, uh, there are a lot of different, uh, you have to use it, uh, an advisor who has the right kind of licensing. Um, there are certain types of strategies and products that uh, can only be offered and recommended uh, with a particular license. So, now, we, of course, we like uh, insurance products, annuities and life insurance. Uh, that requires a life and health uh, license from the state. Um, uh, we also uh, hold a, a Series 65 license which is a, a, an investment advisory, you can do wealth management. Uh, we just think there's more opportunities with those types of licenses. Um, also, uh, we believe strongly in specialized training uh, and designations. Now that's not a requirement. Of course, licensing is a requirement, but uh, the education and, and additional training is, is not. So um, uh, we, we like designations that specialize in certain areas. We have the uh, Retirement Income Certified Professional designation. I'm also a chartered advisor for senior living. Uh, th uh, those are two very, uh, very specific designations that uh, uh, help equip us to give the right kind of guidance in terms of retirement income planning, uh, retirement account preservation, and those sorts of things. Uh, a, a lot of... Um, uh, we find this quite frequently with folks who come to our workshops. Their, uh, their advisor is what we call a captive advisor. Uh, the way we would define that is a captive advisor is an advisor who is an employee of a, a brokerage firm or a bank. Um, at the end of the day, uh, the, the, the product or strategy that that advisor offers is really limited by their employer. So, uh, some people are are come to me with questions. You know, wh why doesn't why didn't my bank advisor offer X Y Z product to me? Well, the the fact is, it's not because the advisor didn't, didn't believe in that product, or it's not because that product wasn't best for your situation. It's simply because uh, the employer, the the bank or the brokerage, does not allow their advisors to offer that product or that strategy. Um, now you could ask, well, why don't they? Well, I think that's a that's an answer the the bank or brokerage would have to answer. But the, the truth is, if if a particular product or strategy is best for your household, and it happens to be one the bank does not allow their advisor to offer, truth is, n number one, you're probably not going to hear about it from that advisor. Uh, number two, the advisor is probably not going to be very knowledgeable about products or strategies that that they don't offer or can't offer. And number three is pretty obvious. You're definitely not going to get it. So, uh, so we really like uh, advisors who are uh, independent. Another another tip, uh, I always recommend checking uh, regulatory websites. You can look up 
licenses. You can look up individuals, find out if they have uh, uh, complaints or anything like that. Uh, make sure their licenses are, are uh, uh, in order. Uh, Better Business Bureau is always good. Uh, we're members of the National Ethics Association as well. So we, uh, we, like, we try to make it easy for people to check us out. Uh, because we know trust is such a, a big part of, of this business. And uh, so we want, it, we want people to, uh, we want it to be very easy for them to find out that they, uh, that, that they can trust us. Absolutely. We're visiting with Nathan Fort, Arbor Mutual Wealth Management here on Ask the Experts. Give Nathan and his team a call, 512-695-7715 on the web at arbormutual.com. We'll step aside for a couple of minutes and come right back. In the next segment, we'll talk a little bit about retirees trusting the market and more retirement concerns. The topic today on Ask the Experts here on Talk 1370. Back after this. Texas weather can change on a dime. Flash flooding is expected to begin shortly. When the weather turns severe, turn to us for what you need to know. On air and online at talk1370.com. Talk 1370, the right choice. Talk 1370 is everywhere with the new talk app. Get it now at talk1370.com. Welcome back to Ask the Experts on Talk 1370. The topic today is retirement and your retirement planning. Our guest expert in the studio right now, Nathan Forts with Arbor Mutual Wealth Management. If you're interested in one of their simple and safe retirement seminars and more, call them 512-695-7715. Also on the web, an extensive website right there, arbormutual.com. Nathan, before the break, we were talking a lot about trust Speaking of trust, most retirees are saying they don't trust the market with their hard-earned retirement savings. What do you have to say about that? Well, you have to take a step back and, and look at the market, look what the experts are saying about the market. Uh, everyone would agree the market's been doing pretty darn well uh, the last eight years, basically. Um, if you look at the statistics, you know, since World War II, We've averaged a recession about every five years since World War II. Uh, the last few recessions have, have had a little more distance between them, but uh, been roughly six, seven years. So uh, on one side of the fence, you have a lot of, a lot of experts saying, hey, we're overdue for a serious market correction. Um, but you always have to remember, nobody knows for sure what's going to happen. You can look at trends, um, but... What we recommend is that retirees consider this question when it comes to trusting the stock market uh, with your money. Uh, the question goes like this, should I trust the stock market moving forward with the money I can't afford to lose? Um, and, and notice I didn't ask, should I trust the stock market moving forward with any of my money? I, I think the answer to that question should be yes. But if you ask the question, answer the question, should I trust the stock market with the money I can't afford to lose? Um, if your answer is no, then uh, I wouldn't recommend that money be in the market. If, if you can't afford to lose it, uh, you can't afford to risk it, then uh, absolutely not. Um, so when it comes to trusting the market, yes, uh, I believe everybody should trust, trust the market with a portion of their money. Where we draw the line is not the money you can't afford to lose. Again, that philosophy that you were talking about in the last segment of uh 
focusing for your clients on protecting, not risking their assets right, over the right. course of time. If you look at, you look at like, like I said, you look at what the experts are saying. Uh, I've, I've got an article here. It came out in April. Um, uh, a world economy. There, it's entitled. There's more than uh, more than sixty percent chance of a global recession within the next eighteen months. Uh, you've got uh, legendary investors like Jim Rogers, who said last year the next financial crisis will be worse than two thousand eight. Um, at the end of the day, uh, like I said, we don't know what's going to happen. We don't know when it's going to happen. If there is a, a serious market correction or recession. We don't know where that will be, who will be affected, but the question is, and every retiree has to be very serious about considering this question, is is it worth taking the risk with the money I can't afford to lose? Is it, is, it, is it worth taking that risk? Absolutely. Let, let's talk about some of those options. Obviously, it, it, it makes perfect sense that you have to have at least a portion of your assets set aside and protect that to be able to live off of in retirement. What options are there for people to protect their money from that next market recession? Well, uh, th th there are a number of options. Uh, there are some that are fairly common. Uh, usually, if people don't have a lot of guidance, the, the easiest thing to do is to move your money to cash. Uh, we see a lot of folks with a whole lot of money in cash. Hopefully, hopefully not stored under the mattress. <laughs> right. uh, I, 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 did, uh, I, I did come across an individual uh, I, I want to say it was sometime last year who uh, told me he had the bulk of his savings roll, uh, in cash rolled up in mayonnaise jars in his house. And uh, I don't think he was joking. So I, I, I strongly encouraged him to, to make a change there. That's pretty risky. But uh, uh, yeah, that's the easiest thing. Now, the folks that I meet who have a lot of money in cash, uh, the money's not there because they're convinced that's the best investment. They just don't want to take a loss. That's why the money's there. So uh, of course, we don't recommend having money in excess of what you need for emergencies or uh, you know if you're planning to do some some trades uh, we don't recommend having much more cash than that uh, for obvious reasons because you're earning probably what point zero zero something point nothing but point nothing right <laughs> uh, we see uh, of course CDs uh, a lot of people go with CDs you can own those in retirement and non-retirement accounts but the problem with CDs is maybe you're earning point something so uh, uh, in, let's say you can find a generous CD uh, paying about, you know, close to 1%. Well, if inflation uh, over the long term averages 3%, you're earning 1%. You're, you're, actually, you're actually losing money. So uh, we don't recommend that either. Uh, what we do find, a lot of, uh, uh, a lot of uh, advisors and, and brokerages and banks are recommending annuities for safety. Um, and, and that could... That could be a decent option if you use the right kind. You mentioned annuities there. I know they're growing in popularity, and they've become one of the most sought-after retirement vehicles, but some people still cringe when they hear the word annuity. How do you explain the differences in opinions regarding kind of the old-school annuity and some of these newer options? Right, right. And it's interesting you say old-school because there are some old-school annuities, and then there are uh, completely different classes of annuities. Uh, they can really all be boiled down to really four different types of annuities. Um, and, and what I find from my experience is if people cringe uh, when they hear the word annuity, oftentimes it's because either they or somebody they knew had the wrong kind of annuity. 
for themselves. Maybe they didn't understand it or, or uh, uh, maybe the advisor who recommended it didn't completely understand it. Uh, it could be a lot of different reasons. But um, the, the first type of annuity, and this is not one we uh, recommend using uh, uh, at this point necessarily, but uh, immediate annuities. An immediate annuity is, is uh, you think of a funnel. You're basically taking a lump sum of money, drop it in the annuity. An immediate annuity has no cash value. So all you get is an income stream. That's it. Uh, th this is probably the, the most uh, limiting type of annuity. And uh, it used to be years ago that the only way you could create a guaranteed stream of income from an annuity was to use an immediate annuity. And so you have a lot of these folks uh, uh, who, whose parents uh, or grandparents had annuities and, and they lived with the restrictions that came with uh, the, those immediate annuities where they, they basically lost their cash value. In some cases, if they died before they had all their money paid out, the insurance company would keep uh, the, the remaining balance. So, of course, that can, that can leave a bad taste in your mouth. We, Absolutely. We don't, we don't like those, um, and especially now where interest rates are as low as they are, it's just not going to be a good idea. Uh, in, in our opinion, to use an immediate annuity. The other three types of annuities are, are deferred annuities, which means uh, you're not going to get necessarily uh, uh, an annuitized income immediately after putting the money in the annuity. That's why they call them deferred. You can defer the income as long as you want. So you, you have fixed annuities, fixed indexed annuities, and, and variable annuities. So a, a fixed annuity is basically going to pay you a fixed rate. So uh, some people see that these are similar to... Um, uh, like a CD or something like that. There are some pretty big differences, but uh, you you get a, a fixed rate of return for a fixed period of time. You get to choose uh, what what your term is, or you can choose the annuity that has the term that, that, that you like. Of course, uh, you'd, you'd guess the longer the term, the higher the interest rate would be. So typically, if we have clients who who are looking for a fixed rate, they don't want any anything variable about it, uh, we would look at a fixed annuity. And, and because we're independent, we can, uh, we can in a sense, shop virtually, virtually uh, all of the major insurance companies that offer a fixed annuity. Find the best one that fits that particular exactly, client. Ex with the right terms. Um, like I said, I, I, I mentioned um, a variable annuity. I'll go to that one, and, and then I'll go to the fixed index uh, mm -hmm. afterwards. So, but a variable annuity is very different from a fixed annuity. With a fixed annuity, you hold no market risk. The insurance company is assuming the risk. With a variable annuity, it's it's kind of the inverse. You're assuming the risk uh, uh, of the investments. Uh, so the And a lot of these are typically invested in mutual funds that are owned by the insurance company. They pass through to you all the ups and downs of the mutual funds. Uh, in addition to that, all the expenses of the mutual funds, and then they, they have their own fee that comes with it. So if you've ever heard of annuities being expensive, you know, watch out for annuities, watch out for the hidden fees, you've, you, you, you've heard of a variable annuity. That's kind of what they're notorious for. Now, there, there can be some exceptions, um, but the other is a uh, fixed indexed annuity. So you have the fixed variable and then the fixed index. Some people think of the fixed index as, as uh, kind of a combination of the fixed and variable, although that's not completely accurate, but there are some similarities. With a fixed index annuity, uh, the interest you earn is not fixed, like, like the fixed annuity. You're not, you're not, they're not going to tell you what the rate is, and that's what you're going to earn the next year. Instead, the rate of return you earn is linked to the performance of a market index. So uh, if, if, you, if you want the opportunity to do better than you would in a fixed annuity, 
um, but you don't want the risk of losses due to uh, a market declines, then you look at it. You look at a fixed indexed annuity. We're learning about all kinds of retirement options, annuities, and more. Our guest on Ask the Experts, Nathan Fort. Arbor Mutual Wealth Management holds a lot of simple and safe retirement seminars regularly. If you want more information on any of the things we're talking about or have questions about your own retirement needs, give Nathan and his team a call, 512-695-7715. They're on the web at arbormutual.com. Again, that phone number, 512-695-7715. Plenty more to talk about on this episode of Ask the Experts. We'll step aside for a couple of minutes and be right back. It's all things retirement with Arbor Mutual Wealth Management here on Ask the Experts on Talk 1370. If every talk radio program were the same, what would be the point? The Michael Berry Show is a little bit different. We're going to talk about politics, but we'll also talk about how great it is to live in Texas. Weekdays, 5 to 7 on Talk 1370. It's the Michael Berry Show. Welcome back to Ask the Experts on Talk 1370. I'm Casey Johns, your host. The show that helps you fix up your home, your health, your life, your wealth, and more. Our guest in the studio today, Nathan Fort from Arbor Mutual Wealth Management. Give Nathan and his team a call at 512-695-7715 if you've got any questions about your retirement or if you haven't had anyone take a look at what you've done with your retirement planning, or if you haven't had any retirement planning done at all, Nathan and his team would be happy to take a look for you. You can also visit them on the web at arbormutual.com. They hold simple and safe retirement seminars around the area regularly. Best way to find out when one of those near you is, is to call the team 512-695-7715. Nathan, we've been talking a lot about annuities and the different types. Generally, retirees understand that a fixed annuity offers safety and a fixed rate, while a variable annuity offers market participation with the risk of market losses. Let's talk about your response to people who say that a fixed indexed annuity, which offers safety and the potential for market-linked returns, is too good to be true. How, how do you respond to that? Well, that's a, that's a very common response that we see. And usually, once, uh, once people understand the, uh, the, the limitations to a fixed indexed annuity, it kind of comes out of the clouds and back down to reality. And they realize, hey, this, this is actually reasonable. Uh, so the, the, the first is you have to understand with, uh, and it's not just with fixed indexed annuities, but really with, with any deferred annuity, um, there's going to be a time commitment, uh, so to speak. So the way these work is they, they come with a term. It could be a six-year term, an eight-year term, a 10-year term. Uh, basically what that means is during the term, you have a percentage typically that you can withdraw for free without a charge. Uh, it's, a, it's a free withdrawal. Uh, usually the percentage most companies use is about 10%. So, uh, for example, let's say you put $300,000 in a fixed index annuity. Um, after, it usually, again, they'll, they'll want you to wait 12 months before you have, uh, before you're eligible for a free withdrawal. Uh, but every year after that, you could withdraw $30,000 each year without a charge. That would be 10, the 10% free withdrawal. Uh, the, the catch here is if in one of those years during the term, you have to withdraw or, or you withdraw more than the 30,000. So let's say you take out 35,000 in one year. Uh, the 30,000 is still going to be free. That extra 5,000 you took out is going to come with a charge. 
Okay. They call that early withdrawal surrender charge. So, so that's one uh, important uh, catch, so to speak, uh, that you have to be aware of. Now, after the term is up, the charges go away. So uh, uh, another common misconception some people have is, well, if, if, uh, if I buy a, a six-year fixed indexed annuity, after six years, the account expires and I've got to take all my money and go somewhere else. That's not true. The only thing that changes for you in the account after the term is that, that you can withdraw any percentage you want without a charge. Uh, you can leave that money there in theory for the rest of your life if you want to. Uh, and you'll have 100% liquidity. You can take it out whenever you want. Uh, but just for that initial term, that six years, eight years, or 10 years, um, you have to understand 10% is the free withdrawal. Take out more than that, there, there's going to be a charge. So the funny thing is I explain that to some folks, and they say, well, I'm, I'm, not, pl I'm not planning to take out more than 10% anyway. Or some people say, oh, I'm, I'm not going to withdraw money from, I'm not planning to withdraw money from that account ever. Uh, so if it's, if it's the right fit for some part of your money, uh, th then you know you can determine that if, if you have money that you need to withdraw from now and, and money you have to take out uh, where you're taking out more than ten percent, this would not this would not be the right fit. Uh, one thing we like to see uh, whenever we set up an annuity for a, a client is that they have sufficient emergency funds, liquid assets that are outside of that annuity. Life always happens, so you always have to have that emergency exactly. fund off to the side and it, assets that you can get to in a pinch. Exactly, exactly. Partly because uh, we want to make sure that you're not going to be in a situation where you're going to have to pay a fee to, to get to some part of your money. So uh, we have some general rules of thumb that we use to come up with the, uh, you know, the recommended emergency funds that you should have. Some, uh, a lot of people go by the six to 12 times your living expenses, your monthly living expenses. Uh, that, that's a good place to start. Uh, but we like to see that, that there's, there's buffers there. So if emergencies do happen, um, but you don't want to be on the extreme and have too much uh, in emergency funds because now you're very, very prepared for things that will very unlikely happen. Right, you want to be Absolutely. you want to be prepared for things that are much more likely, like your retirement income and all that. So, so the first would be that time commitment. The second, with a with a fixed index annuity, um, there your, your earnings are limited. Um, when, when when you hear you can get uh, market upside without the downside, um, just know and everyone should know there is no way to get all of the market on the upside with none of the losses on the downside. If anyone says they can do that, uh, in my opinion, you, you shouldn't walk, you should run. Yeah, if, you, other. <laughs> if, if, if you're not going to be exposed to the risk, you're not going to benefit from all of it. Exactly, exactly. But uh, what the fixed index annuity does is it gets you some of the market on the upside. It tries to get you some of the market on the upside with none of the losses. So uh, to give you an example, there might be a maximum amount set uh, uh, in the, in the po uh, particular policy. Uh, let's just let's just say it's 10%. Say 10% is the maximum amount you can earn. Well, if the market goes up 5%, you can you you can earn 5%. If the market goes up 9%, you can earn you can earn 9%. If the market goes up 25%. Um, you can't earn more than the ceiling. You can't earn more than that cap that 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 10%. So uh, uh, what we like to do before anybody moves forward with a fixed index annuity is is make sure they're aware of both of those limitations. There's that time commitment there. And then there's the maximum amount you can earn. Uh, and if you're okay with both of those, if neither of those are a deal breaker, then uh, the, you, you definitely want to look into it. Because this is a, a great alternative for money that you want to see safe, earning a reasonable rate of return over time. Um, and, and you, and you want to keep it simple. And you don't need to take out more than 10% per year. We're talking with Nathan Fort from Arbor Mutual Wealth Management, our guest on Ask the Experts today. Talking all things retirement and different ways to 
protect, not risk your assets. Nathan and his team hold a variety of seminars around the area, focusing on simple and safe retirement. Uh, for the latest seminars around you here in the Austin area, they are local. Call 512-695-7715. You can also find them on the web at arbormutual.com. A lot of these topics we're talking about right now in these seminars, they're an independent, full-service financial planning firm, years of experience, Again, focused on protecting, not risking your assets. Give Nathan and his team a call, 512-695-7715, or on the web at arbormutual.com. Nathan, we've been talking a lot about annuities. Are all indexed annuities the same? Absolutely not. No. Uh, the, the, the biggest difference is, of course, is the, uh, there could be different time commitments, like we said. Uh, the, the, the best uh, shorter-term Fixed indexed annuities you'll find will probably be around six years. Uh, if if uh, you're not planning to take out more than 10% after six years, uh, we we recommend going longer, uh, 10 years. Uh, now, typically what happens is a lot of a common question I get is, well, what's the difference between a six-year account and a, and a 10-year account? There's got to be a difference or everyone would do the six, right? Exactly. Uh, typically with a 10-year you're going to get something extra uh, most of the time. And that's going to be in the form of, it uh, could be in the form of a bonus or uh, an extra benefit, uh, some, some type of a, an income benefit. But we'll see bonuses, uh, uh, f bonuses anywhere from 4 to as high as 15 20%. Um, but th there can be extra catches with those bonuses. So, so you have to make sure you understand uh, the terms with, with the bonuses. Typically, the much larger ones are going to come with uh, uh, some other terms, and, and that could be that uh, you can't get those bonuses. Uh, uh, you can never withdraw them uh, in a lump sum, but they have to be used towards income purposes. So if, if income is, is your objective and you're trying to build up your, your uh, future income, those larger bonuses may make a whole lot of sense for you. It's going to help you accomplish uh, your goals. If, uh, if you're just looking for a safe place to park your money and, and you want some uh, extra compensation for going with a longer term and you don't, you're not really focused on income down the road, then you'll probably go with one of those shorter bonuses uh, uh, where there are no extra tr strings attached. Uh, so they're, they're, uh, uh, And then there can be uh, other additional riders um, uh, and so forth. Riders are, are extra features that are added to the policy. So all those things can, can make one annuity look a little different from the other. Uh, so we, we try to make sure everyone understands the differences between those before they move forward. Absolutely. Let's talk a little bit more about those riders you mentioned. What do retirees and those preparing for retirement need to know about them before they buy an annuity? Well, uh, generally speaking, like I said, a, a rider is an extra benefit that, that uh, comes with the uh, policy. So, so if you think of the annuity policy as an entree, a rider is like a side dish. You're going to add that side dish. And uh, riders can uh, have all sorts of flavors. Uh, a, a very popular income rider, or a rider we see quite a bit, like I said, is, is the income rider. Now, basically what this does, remember when I explained earlier about the immediate annuity? An immediate annuity is, is, is uh, kind of like a funnel. Uh, you, you turn over your cash value to the insurance company, and then they, in turn, give you a guaranteed stream of income. Well, uh, a lot of people really liked the idea of getting a guaranteed stream of income. They just didn't like the idea of having to give up all their cash value to get it. So what a lot of these income riders will do is they'll give you the guaranteed income that looks similar to uh, an immediate annuity. The difference is you don't, you don't have to hand over all of your cash value at once to get that guaranteed uh, income stream. So your cash value can continue to participate in earning interest. 
and all that, and then you, you have that, that uh, income stream. I have had some folks come into my office and say, hey, I, I love my annuity because I am earning 6% every year. Um, and I'll ask them, well, which account is earning 6%, your, your, your real cash value or the income value? Um, uh, most folks at, at, at that point don't know how to answer that question. They, they feel like they're just earning 6%. But you have to know it, it's not a guaranteed rate of return on the cash value. Uh, it's, on, it's on an income value. Remember, that income value uh, cannot be withdrawn in a lump sum. It's yeah. only used to calculate an income. So uh, now we really like... Uh, uh, income writers, um, I'm not a big fan of most of them, I would say. Uh, there are a few that we like. Um, there are some that do not come with any kind of charge. So there is no writer charge. Just because there's a writer doesn't mean there has to be a charge. Sometimes the, the cost to you could be the, the, the time you have to wait before you can use the annuity. Well, if you have the time, let's say uh, you're 55 years old, you're not planning to stop working until you're 65 anyway, and you can get a rider that could come for free as long as you don't use it until you're 65 or 66. Well, that would fit perfectly with your, your time frame, and that's, that's the kind we would like in, in that situation. The other question I would ask is uh, with that rider, um, is my income level, meaning is it, is it fixed and, and level for the rest of my life, or am I going to be eligible for increases on that income. Uh, very few riders uh, out there will give uh, increases. Some do. Um, I really like those. Of course, inflation's a, a common concern a lot of folks have. What do I do with the, the increase in costs if my income is level? Well, we like, we like riders that uh, give you the opportunity for increasing income. All right. We're talking all things retirement with Nathan Forts, Arbor Mutual Wealth Management here in the studio. Our guest on Ask the Experts, if any of this sounds interesting to you or you want to know a little bit more, your retirement something important to think about all the time. Arbor Mutual Wealth Management holds simple and safe retirement seminars. You can find the details out on those, one nearby you soon. Call 512-695-7715, also on the web at arbormutual.com. We'll step aside for a couple of minutes and come back with some more topics on your retirement. You're listening to Ask the Experts on Talk 1370. Check in and stay up to date all day long. In the car, on my way to work, heading home. Listening online keeps you in touch while you work at Talk1370.com. Get it right now. Talk 1370. Anywhere I need. The right choice. Welcome back to Ask the Experts on Talk 1370. Our guest today focused on your retirement, Nathan Fort with Arbor Mutual Wealth Management on the web at arbormutual.com. You can also attend one of their simple and safe retirement seminars all around the area, different locations, different times for the one near you coming up. Call 512-695-7715. And again, they're on the web at arbormutual.com. Nathan, we've been talking a lot about annuities today. Biggest question I hear from people, how safe are they? How do you answer that question? That, that, that's a good question. Very common question as well. And the first thing I would say is really in theory, there's no such thing as zero risk, right? Wherever you put your money, there's no such thing as no risk at all. Um, what you have to consider is what, what type of risk or what level of risk uh, am I taking? Um, now, when, we, when we're helping clients find the right location for, like we talked about before, the money they can't afford to lose, their safe money, our focus is what location offers the highest level of protection? 
what type of product or what type of investment vehicle offers the highest level of protection, uh, guarantees and, and all that. Uh, and so that's really what has uh, led us towards fixed and fixed indexed annuities uh, with highly rated, very old uh, insurance companies. That, that's, what, that's what we like. And we do recommend um, uh, highly rated, experienced insurance companies because all those guarantees are backed by the financial strength of the company. All that, all that is public. If you look at any insurance company, you can you can uh, very easily find uh, their financial strength. There's a lot of rating agencies. Uh, you can look at uh, uh, Standard & Poor's, Moody's, AM Best, uh, wherever you want to go. And uh, you can find ratings. Uh, we recommend doing that. Now, just as kind of a rule for our firm, uh, not every firm has this rule, but uh, if a company's not at least A rated, uh, we, we don't use them. Uh, that, that's just, uh, you know... We, that's just our our preference and a lot of our clients kind of feel the same way uh, that, that's the way they'd rather do things um, so when it comes to insurance companies now virtually every insurance company has uh, or a lot of insurance companies operate out of uh, what they call a fixed account and there are very strict rules that are enforced by state insurance departments as to how they uh, how they're allowed to invest what types of investments can they own in their uh, what types of allocations do they have to hold in that account? Because uh, state insurance departments are very serious about protecting the integrity of the guarantees or making sure that the insurance company is uh, protecting the integrity of all of their guarantees. So uh, that's why uh, we feel very strongly about uh, the safety of fixed and fixed indexed uh, annuities. It was funny. I had a, I had a meeting with a client uh, the other day and and uh, he he'd said something like, "Well, I heard you should you should always uh, stay away from insurance companies. Watch out for insurance companies." Uh, a few days ago, um, within a probably two mile radius of my house, uh, the big storms came through, and and there about there two houses that burned down. Oh were, yeah, the, the, the lightning, lightning. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, mm -hmm. they were struck by lightning. And I asked him, I said, uh, "What do you think those? Uh, what what feelings do you think those folks have about insurance companies?" <laughs> you know, uh, you know, historically speaking, insurance companies have been uh, the most solvent business. Uh, it, they've got a long, long track record. Um, I don't. If you look at the uh, alternatives you have, uh, it's a, it's a pretty safe bet, in my opinion. You were talking a lot there about how state regulators will focus on where the annuities can invest their money, the funds that are invested into these annuities. Let's talk about what types of money can be used to purchase these annuities. Are there any restrictions or uh, complications there? Yeah, there are uh, virtually any type of funds you have uh, can be used. Now, if you have an IRA, for example, a traditional IRA, that could have been one that you accumulated by making IRA contributions, or it could have been, um, this could have been money that was rolled over from a retirement plan. You can transfer those directly uh, to a, a fixed or fixed indexed annuity. Now, there are no taxes involved with transfers. That's a direct transfer. So, so when the money comes over to the annuity, it's still an IRA. You haven't changed the tax qualification. So you still have all the IRS rules you have to follow with the IRA. Uh, withdrawal rules and, and all that, you know, 59 and a half is kind of the magic number. It's when you can start taking withdrawals without a penalty, um, uh, generally. And then, uh, 70 and a half is the other number. A lot of folks know that's when the IRS is going to require that Required you start taking withdrawals. minimum distribution. That's right. That's right. Uh, now I always remind everybody, uh, you're not required to spend the money. You're only required to withdraw it and pay the taxes. That's that's a good you point. Can, uh, you can reinvest that money. I have some clients who are taking their required minimum distributions. 
just paying the taxes and then taking that money and reinvesting it. So and just I, spinning it right back around. Right, right. They, uh, and I don't think that's the intent. Uh, it's not the intent of that IRS rule to, to get people to be uh, frivolous about how they spend their retirement accounts. They just want the tax money. Uh, so IRAs, uh, Roth IRAs, uh, you can use a Roth IRA and a fixed indexed annuity. Uh, most people know the difference between the two. A Roth is basically the inverse. You, you've uh, already paid taxes on that money in, in most cases, and, and uh, your qualified withdrawals from that account are tax-free. So we have a number of clients who are very interested in a source of tax-free income in retirement. So uh, many of them will use a Roth IRA to buy the annuity, and they'll choose an annuity that has some kind of an income benefit, a lifetime income benefit on it. Uh, so that means all the income that's ever paid out to them is, is tax-free. Um, of course, we always recommend that uh, everybody meet with their tax professional, CPA or accountant, to, uh, uh, to make sure they get the final word from a tax professional. We're not, we're not tax accountants or CPAs, but uh, I guess you could say we know enough to be dangerous, right? <laughs> so uh, anyway, uh, IRAs, Roth IRAs, 401ks, if you have a... A 401k with an old employer, uh, I, I typically say there's there's usually not a good reason for leaving an old 401k with an old employer. So yeah, if no, that's the case, no real good reason to just leave it lying there. Well, because while, while the money's there, you're limited in in terms of, uh, in most cases, you're limited in what your investment options are. And then there are, there are expenses uh, within that plan that sometimes are difficult to find and you're just better off rolling that out. Uh, some people are surprised to know that you can roll out a 401k even while you're still working. Uh, you don't have to separate from service or you don't have to retire in some cases. Uh, now, the eligibility for that at the end of the day is going to be determined by the plan, the, the, the plan document, which uh, is created by the employer. Uh, but in, in many cases, if, if, uh, if someone is 59 and a half and they're still working, they're, uh, they're eligible for rollover from that uh, 401k. Now, some 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 plans will allow a 100% rollover. You can roll out the entire account. Uh, some will only uh, allow a percentage. Um, and so we work through those details with our clients uh, uh, in our office. Usually it's a, it's a pretty simple 10 or 15 minute phone call and we can get to the bottom of all their options. But you can roll um, funds directly from a 401k to an IRA in a fixed or fixed index annuity. So uh, we have a lot of folks that say, you know what, I, I'm planning to work another six years, but I don't trust the stock market with my 401k for the next six years. So what a lot of them are doing is they'll roll their 401k out, protect it uh, in a fixed or fixed indexed annuity, uh, maybe get some type of an income benefit there that would be ready for them, uh, ready to produce income by the time they actually stop working. Um, so that's uh, that's a, a nice uh, a nice way we see a lot of people use these. Of course, uh, just ordinary cash. If you have cash in the bank, uh, cash in a brokerage account, it's just sitting there. You're not comfortable risking that uh, in the stock market, and you're also not happy with the uh, the rate of return you're getting in that cash. Yeah, that's zero point nothing yeah, exactly, again. Exactly, exactly. So uh, again, if if you want safety, if you want a reasonable rate of return and uh, you want to keep it simple and you don't need to withdraw more than 10% per year, I'd recommend uh, looking into these. Quickly in our last couple of minutes here, let's talk about the best way. We've talked a lot about different annuity options throughout the show today. What's the best way for a retiree to find the right annuity for their particular situation? Well, I always recommend our, our workshops uh, is a good way to do that. You know, come to a seminar. Um, I host a seminar so we can get a face-to-face -face meeting there. Um, I'll go into detail about uh, some of these uh, topics. And uh, at the end of the day, 
you, you really shouldn't uh, uh, accept a, a recommendation from an individual who doesn't know anything about your your, your personal situation. So uh, we kind of feel like uh, we're, we work in some ways like a doctor's office. We're, we're not going to write a prescription if we don't know anything about you. So uh, we recommend coming to a workshop just to make sure this is something you feel comfortable taking the next step with. And our our focus in our workshop is to be completely transparent and open from the very beginning um, there are no surprises when you come into our office after a workshop. Um, in fact, I call my workshop our first appointment. So that is our first appointment. And uh, if, if, if what you hear in that first appointment is, is what you like, you think it harmonizes with your goals and objectives, and then, uh, then you can request uh, a meeting to come in for our second appointment. Um, and uh, in that appointment, what, what, what I like to do is spend some time. We spend some time getting to know your situation, look at your resources, your time frame, your employment, the types of accounts you have. Uh, and then uh, only after seeing, uh, understanding uh, your whole situation, we can make a recommendation uh, tailored to your situation. Um, common questions we have from folks who come in is, hey, how much of my money should be safe? Um, some people come in and they know exactly which accounts they want protected, right? They, they've got their, this IRA here or this Roth here. Other folks come in and, and they're not sure. They don't know. They, they, they want some guidance. So uh, there are some general rules of thumb uh, we like to follow. Uh, at the end of the day, it's gonna, our recommendation is going to be tailored to the specific, um, your specific situation. But um, I'd say the first step would be a, a, a workshop. And then uh, second would be to come in for a, a face-to-face. No matter where you are in your retirement planning, it's something important, especially if you haven't given it any thought. Nathan and his team at Arbor Mutual Wealth Management are ready to help you. Give them a call. Attend one of those seminars. They're all over the area. The best way to find out where one is near you is to call 512-695-7715. They're also on the web at arbormutual.com. The Simple and Safe Retirement Seminars. No obligation. Leave your checkbook at home. 512-695-7715 on the web at arbormutual.com. Nathan, that's about all our time today. But as with all of our experts here on Ask the Experts, you'll be back in a month or so. Any questions in the meantime, if you think of a retirement question you'd like Nathan to answer on our next episode, email us at asktheexperts at talk1370.com. You can also give Nathan and his team a call. Again, 512-695-7715 or on the web at arbormutual.com. You've been listening to Ask the Experts on Talk 1370. We'll see you again next Saturday at 5 on Talk 1370. Hi, this is Gordon Deal. Join me weekdays for This Morning, America's First News. Hear the stories you'll be talking about and searching for all day as we go beyond the headlines and above the chatter. Weekdays at 5 on Talk 1370. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.